Hello and welcome to episode 16 of Unseeded, which is coming from Paris. Yes, we are here for the French Open for the next week and a bit. This is me and Dennis, not me and Fur. Um, Fur is not in this episode. Um, But yes, so yeah, welcome to Paris. Well, not welcome to Paris, we're in Paris, you're not, sorry. Um, Yeah. But we'll make sure we'll rub it in across the episode. We will do. Um, So just for context, we did record an episode last week. We just didn't publish it because it was really, really bad. And also audio was messed up in a few places and I couldn't be bothered to sort it out. But yeah, so what we would have talked about last week, we would have mentioned Rome where Medvedev defeated Rune 7-5-7-5 and Rebekina defeated uh, Kalanina 6-4-1-love. But yeah, um, and maybe just, we're going to just talk about Roland Garros this episode. So, um, but we're excited and so should you be. Yes, but yeah, just some other notable things that had happened uh, in Lyon. An ATP 250, Artifice defeated Serendolo 6375. Yeah. I mean, he got to the semi finals quite easily. Um, there was a default in one match and then a walkover in another. Um, oh, was there a walkover in that one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. He may have done him a favour. Yeah, and then Strasbourg, WTA 250, Svitolina won a title yeah. after coming back from maternity leave, um, defeating Blinkfurt 6263. But yeah, anyway, if as everyone here is clearly all loyal listeners that follows us on Twitter and now Instagram, yeah. Unseeded Pod, same as our Twitter handle, so go follow us there. If you're feeling sort of jealous about not being in Paris, then definitely don't follow our Instagram because I'm going to be posting um, from every match that we watch. No, that's negative. It's great quality um, coverage. Yeah, we've only started. It I'm on the. I'm I'm roaming the outside courts tomorrow. I'm gonna try and pick up as many matches. And I'm in just casually watching Djokovic. Yeah, he's got the Shatria tickets tomorrow, so he's got Djokovic. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think maybe a good place to start is our. Well, but yeah. So if you are loyal um listeners that follow us on Twitter and now Instagram, you will have seen I've posted a full table of our predictions for later on in the tournament from the quarterfinals onwards yeah um so there is obviously dennis fur and myself yeah so maybe we should go into that we should note that um dennis and fur are already in a slight bit of trouble with their uh, women's singles predictions with maria sachary both in their uh, in both of their quarterfinals not in mine yeah um, but also important to note on that post if you check it mine and fur names are first because they are the more interesting of the predictions no one likes to be boring you are aware it's in alphabetical order yeah I know that as well but yeah. I'd like to think it's uh, no most. sorry if we're talking about boring predictions it works mine uh, no fur yeah that's alright but that's boring because I even though my men's singles looks boring, if you figure out what's happened there, so the top eight seeds in the quarterfinals, followed by the top four in the semifinals, followed by the top two in the final, followed by the top seed winning, yeah. has that ever happened before? No, but it's still 
if you go on bookies odds for each of those matches, <laughs> that is mathematically the most likely thing to happen. So it's not realistically unlikely based on bookies odds. Yeah, but bookies odds are irrelevant. And yeah, I've got a fun. I've got a fun women's predictions. I've got like one half of the draw in my predictions is insanely open. Yeah, I mean, I think yours are more based on. I wouldn't say they're they're interesting. I'd say they're they're more to do with who's my favourite player, and I'll put them further into the tournament rather than let's just pick a rogue prediction. He might be good on play. Okay, to be fair, and not necessarily my favourite player there on that half is probably Leila Fernandez, but I've got her going out at the quarters and I've got Zheng Chen Wen yeah. making it to the final who who of a fairly obviously a very decent player and I don't want to take anything away from her ability fairly irrelevant player I've heard you talk about her on many of occasions to the other top 20 ranked players <laughs> and all of a sudden she may be getting quite far we're going to go into your predictions later but okay let's okay okay should we go into yours first, considering it's the first column? Okay. Um, Tatiana Maria. Into the women's quarterfinals. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I just, like I said, I messaged it to you as well. She's a banker. I just can't. I'm trying to see who she's going to. Oh, yeah, she's going to beat Rebecca in it, obviously. And Martic. Um, because she's German. Vibes. Um, yeah. Vibes. She would do it. Someone always does it. Yeah, and somehow gets quite deep into the tournament, and there's a what 128. And to get there, she's beating one of the informed players of the year. Exactly. That has just won Rome. Which usually happens at a Grand Slam. I'm just picking it's going to be Rebecca. Now I've got a feeling Sviantek, Sabalenka, always seem to be getting to the finals. To be fair, I've got an upset for Sabalenka in my predictions. Yeah, I've I've got her going out. I had her going out today. Yeah. But she didn't. Yeah. But we'll start with a quarter final prediction. Yeah. We'll start from first We're not round. just doing first round onwards predictions. No. Um, so moving on to men's singles. Yeah. Sebastian Byers. Sebastian Byers. That one bit more thought out only because he's 23, same age as me. So that makes a lot of difference. And then plus also, he's played every clay tournament this year. Um, probably every clay tournament you could probably go what to. What round well. do you have Sebastian Baez getting? The semi-final. The semi-final, he is. And he's beating Casper Ruud and Benjamin Bonzi, who, who's going to have a great run. Are we expecting a close match between Yannick Sinner and Sebastian Baez in the semi-final? Uh, or is this like a... No, it's going to be a 6-2-3-0 retirement. Uh, right. <laughs> um, if that happens, then I genuinely think people will listen to this and start yeah. worrying about match fixing. Yeah. No. Then no. 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 Then just next time I'm on the podcast for the um, Grand Slam specials, I'm the guy to go for the odds. Yeah. Clearly. Um, um, but no, he won Buenos Aires. I think it was against Korea. We watched it in February. Can't really remember. He's decent on clay. He's yeah. young. He does go far. I think he's going to do Okay. It. And fair enough, the point of difference between... Um, we all have Carlos Alcaraz in the final. Yeah. We all have Carlos Alcaraz beating Novak Djokovic in that semi-final. But you have Yannick Sinner winning the final. See, I don't... I just... 
as much as I think Yannick Sinner will win Grand Slams, I I do not think he's there. See, I've got a feeling just because look, some of the best players are not Nadal, obviously the king of clay is not here, and then some other players. Granted, they're not so well known on clay, but Kyrgios is not here, Berrettini's not here, Murray's not here. There's a lot of players that would be seeded that are not going to be here. So I think it's going to be a bit of an unusual year, and the unusual thing I think is going to happen is. Sinner's going to win his semi and his final by retirement. <laughs> what? <laughs> Can you just stop predicting retirements? <laughs> I've just got a feeling that Alcaraz is just Yeah, but gonna... your feelings are weird. You've been, like, saying for weeks, I feel like I'm going to watch... Was it? Didn't you tell me, like, last week you said, I've just got a feeling I'm going to be there for Donna Vekic going out. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Which I may still be. I haven't really checked the... Uh... Uh, she's not my first on the yeah. um, follow <laughs> but yeah let, let's briefly delve into Furs obviously she's not here to answer for herself yeah um, but as I said earlier I think they're the, uh, on average the most boring predictions I think we'll do to make it fair we'll play devil's advocate so do you want to back her or do you want to um, slander her um, I'm used to disagreeing with her, so I'll, I'll go into that. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna back her predictions. So let me get them up. Alcaraz versus Sitsi Pass. Sitsi Pass. Okay, no. So we've okay. I've I've also gone for Alcaraz Sitsi Pass. No, I'm just saying the predictions are boring. The predictions may be The boring. only thing that's slightly different is Tommy Paul. Uh, yeah, uh, over your prediction. So I love how you can call it boring when she's... No, because I'm looking more... at the women's draw as well. The women's draw, okay. So to be fair, from the looks of it, of the 16 quarter-finalists of the two men's and women's, you, you seem to have 12 of the... Or is it 11 or 12 of the same? So I don't quite know how yeah, you can have... But... 75% of the, the name's the same and then all of a sudden it makes it so yeah, much Yeah, but there's, there's, there's no, like, spice in that. Tommy Paul. An American on clay getting to the quarters. Yeah. When's that happened? It's not Taylor Fritz. He's actually going to be there with the camera on him, not his girl. Yeah. And that that might make a difference. And, See, that, but, I mean, that's... Uh... And Holger Rune beating him. I remember living with her and her complaining about Americans all the time. She seems to back a lot of Americans in the tennis. Is it? Yeah. They, they, they've got a great record on clay, not really. No. But, yeah, I mean, that. I think that's a decent set of predictions. Sweet tick golf, we've all gone with that. I'm, so. I, I think the most fun thing is that if you look at our winners on the women's singles... We've all got one of the supposed new big three. Yeah, on the um, tour. Yeah. I've just gone with Sablanka. I think she's got a bit more grit about her game this uh, this season. Yeah. I know. I think she. this is obviously it's the most successful season she's had. Uh, but I just... I still think she's the most prone to a big upset because of... Possibly. The problem she still has with serving from time to time. But I feel as though her beating Sviantek in a final has broken that sort of uh, mental block. And she knows she can be, especially on clay. And mm. Rebecca, and I just feel as though she just feels like one of those in the background, doesn't really cause any headlines and 
will go out in like a quarter final. No, Rabatkinas. I think in a way, Rabatkinas kind of like a bit like the Djokovic of the three. It's like you've got all the focus on the sort of Sviontek Sabalenka, and then like Rabatkina comes out like Djokovic, and, and he's just like twenty-two titles. Yeah, I mean it's a big call. I can't really see that happening. I just I'm not going to say that she's going to win twenty-two titles. No, no, no. Oh, no. twenty-two slams. That's quite a lot. Yeah, but you've got to win in the French Open. And I don't know what her best finish at the French Open is. I'd love her to win on clay, though. Imagine how good that would be. Reigning Roland Garros Wimbledon champion. Yeah. That's cool. That would be quite impressive. Yeah. Um, she must shoot up the rankings if she did that. Well, she must do. She went out in the third or fourth round last year because she got beaten by Madison Keys. I remember watching it. Oh, was it? Oh, oh, that, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, nursing... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But... Oh. Arena Sabalenka's never got past the third round. Yeah. Another rogue prediction by me. Yeah. That's not that rogue, though, is it? Picking the number two seed to win the tournament. But she's never got past the third round. Yeah, but she's the number two seed. You've gone with the grain and for her to not get past the third round again. Yep. I've got a feeling... Uh, and to be fair, I think, given that she is the third seed, Pagula hasn't really got much for talking about. No. But yeah, again, no. another American. And do we, any of us have a going deep? I've got her in the semi final, but then she gets beaten by the mighty Xiong Chin Wen. Of course, yeah, it's yeah. a very obvious scoreline that would be. And uh, Fur seems to have her going to the semis as well. Come on, I, need to, I needed to pick like a breakout. You've picked Sebastian Byers. Yeah. I've, I've picked Xiong Chin Wen as my breakout performer of this year's tournament yeah, but the problem is I feel as though you would do that for Wimbledon if we did predictions there and she doesn't win in France Shun Shin Wen is going to get to the semis or something like that I, you're talking about me as if I'm like some mad like Shun Shin Wen stan you've mentioned her more times than any like for example Donna Vekic or something like that yeah how many times have you mentioned Arta Fies Phil's Art of Fields. Art of No, that's just because I'm obsessed. The fact that we're going to the French Open, I want all the French players to go do well. And we watched at least four or five French players play today. And the atmosphere has been brilliant yeah. on every single one of them. And that's why I'll support Arthur Fields. Uh, just call him Art of that's his actual name. I know, but you got to got to bring something different to the podcast. Any of them, any of them. Because you know that if there's a... There's a uh, a French Marcus Willis, he will be the best atmosphere on Shrewsbury for that day. Okay. If he got on there. But yeah, I d- I don't think there's anything wrong with backing Shung Chit. She's gonna have a breakout at some point. I'm not convinced. I just got a feet. I don't even know where I've got her going out. I think. Uh, what? Who? Who is she? Oh, I'm looking at the bench draw. Shun Shin Wing is. Looks like. She's going out in the third round to Savalenka, which I think there is that's that's where you. That must well. I, I oh, no, you called Savalenka. I I already called Savalenka to go out, but I think Junta Wen has a has a fighting chance. No, not a fighting chance. She's going to be the favourite going into that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. I I just. Junta Wen when she's playing well is just one of those players that I think is just really. I know, but I've she's heard a the... complete player. 
Yeah. Apart from the winning part, but that's going to come. Yeah, I know, I know. But I've heard the same from Bianca Andrescu. Yeah, but to be fair, Andrescu has actually won the US yeah. Open and Indy Wells, so, like, yeah. Yeah. So, like, her problem is injuries. Yeah. Um, and where have you got her going this tournament? I don't think you've got... I've her. not even got her in... Because... Oh, which well, she's she's in the Sviontek section. Yeah, the... I've got I've got I I've done a whole tournament prediction, and I've got her playing Krajikova in the in the third round, and I think she'll go up there. I know I that was the thing. I remember looking at that, and I, I like I really like Bianca Krajewski, but we've seen. I just really want to see Krajikova Sviontek. Oh. at Roland Garros. I think that would be a tasty game. Fourth that would be round. a fantastic match. It's fourth round. It's top of the draw, and there's a chance that it will be on Chatrier next Monday. The 2020 and 2022 champion against the 2021 champion. Yeah, the last three. Yeah, um, but yeah. So that was our predictions. So just to be clear, uh, myself and Fur have Carlos Alcaraz winning. You have Yannick Sinner. But then it's Dennis with Irina Sabalenka winning. Yeah. Fur with Iga Sviontek. Both of you with the Sviontek-Sabalenka finals. Yeah. And then I've got Rabatkina getting through that semi-final against Sviontek and then going on to beat Zhang Chenwen yeah. in the final. No, my thing was, is I was like, because I was like... I always had the, like, the men's prediction. No, it was it was because I thought I I kind of need to predict a big upset. Yeah. And I thought Sabalenka's if there's going to be a massive upset, she for me stood out as the one most likely. You, my problem and... is not Sabalenka going out early. It's the fact that you've got four upsets back to back, leading to Jun Chinwen getting to the <laughs> final. I can understand Sabalenka may go out. I get it, but. Yeah, that's a bit too far. But yes. no, and then and then I ended up with in the quarters that half of the draw being Leila Fernandez against Jessica Pagula and then Caroline Garcia against Xiong Chen Wen. And I was just like, realistically, I don't see any of them getting to a final. Yeah. I mean <laughs> that's the problem when you do predictions, you go a bit wacky and then you realise that this is very unlikely, but you just gotta carry on going because you've got there. But that's that's how I've got Tatiana Marina going to the quarters. I'll be honest. I don't really. I've not really watched her that much, and she's just gonna do it. You know. Yeah. I don't really have much faith in her beating Elena Rabakina, but let's go with it. Yeah, it's probably gonna be like twenty to one odds or something like that mm. for her to even get to the quarters. Um, not that I'm a betting man, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I just and Sebastian Baez. That's a. I don't think that's that much of a breaker. He's a clay court player. He'll probably be playing like a challenger in Agadir next month on clay rather than Wimbledon. I wouldn't be surprised. Like he's yeah. just that sort of player to pick up points. Yeah. That way. No, he's definitely one of these ones that is going to go through the whole summer instead of switching to hard courts. Yeah. Carry on with like the the last dregs of the clay court tournaments like literally everywhere it's, it's the Casper Ruud thing Casper Ruud got into the top 10 by basically just winning a ton of 250s on clay yeah it's, it's I mean it's a tactic you can go about doing yeah. there are players that do it and then there are lower quality players that just go do oh that 
Gasquet is always playing like clay court tournaments nowadays. Oh yeah, no, but at least he's got a realistic chance of winning. But like the likes of Chirundolo and oh, Chirundolo's a good good player though. Diaz Acosta, yeah, Garin, Cashin. Yeah. You're just gonna see them on clay ninety percent of the time. You know, they're not realistically. No one's doing a prediction of Indian Wales and getting them to the semi. To be fair, I don't think I've ever seen a match of Christian Garin that isn't on the clay. Yeah. Exactly. Um, it's probably going to be on tennis TV in like Cordoba, ATV. That's like his. You think of Nadal at Shatria, you think of Turundolo or, or, or Garin, and it's like. It's Rio. Bogota. You know, <laughs> it's one of them. Um, but, you know, I guess. They've got their niche, and they know it, yeah. Playing court specialist, I get it. I yeah. Get it. It's like me. I don't like playing on some surfaces. I like playing on others more. Yeah. You know. It's like me. I really don't like clay, it turns out. Yeah. You love grass. Or artificial grass, at least. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I love grass. I've got such I've got such a vulnerable one-hander, though, to high balls. Uh, oh, you wait, I mean, yeah, but I've just got a backhand that breaks down when my stamina's gone. Yeah. Um, as As... You know, players with higher stamina <laughs> will figure out. Yeah. Um, or, or it's just that I've not really got a strong backhand at all. No. Um, you got a good slice though. No. Slice, yeah, forehand and a, and a serve, or in the first set. So. And you're and the and the thing is as well, like it, when I play you, it's like the the shots that I'm putting into your backhand are no, are not similar to ones you're putting into my backhand. You're doing loopy high bouncing top spin forehands yeah I'm doing sort of flat shots like yeah thing and I'll only return it flat if no. I've got no pressure and it's the warm up and I'll, then I'll just decide <laughs> you know what let's I'm going to lace it down the line <laughs> yeah let's let's give it a go um, but to be fair you know I think it's just about finding weaknesses last time, especially at our level we're not exactly the best tennis players in the world yeah let's get back to the French Open so I mean the biggest news of the qualifying was that Kai Yuvan got knocked out in the second round yeah, by Taylor Townsend absolutely got him heartbreaking yeah. this for context me and Dennis um, at the last two slams been to which are the only two slams we've been to yeah um, we have seen Kai Yuvan um, yeah. So we are now Kai Yuvan stands. Uh, Admittedly, the first match um, we watched, I wasn't backing Kai Yuvan. I was backing Paula Bedosa, but that's because she was in my prediction for like the semi final that yeah. year, and she didn't get anywhere near the semi final. Whereas I've been Kai Yuvan through and through. <laughs> <laughs> Slovenia's finest, I always say. Um, um, but. And we also made that promise on the first time I came on when it was the Esther episode. Yeah. Um, that we will mention Kaivan every time I'm on the episode. We will do, yeah. Yeah, to see whatever event she's playing. Um, and I will search up uh, if she's playing the doubles. And if I do have a Djokovic ticket to Roland Garros and any of the listeners are here, <laughs> I will happily give it to you for that brief time so I can go watch Kaivan in the doubles. Right. Can I have it? <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, if it's during the night session on Tuesday, then uh, that's a problem. But, uh, but, yeah. Yeah, for context, whilst we're waiting to go uh, get on the Eurostar today, um, Dennis was looking at more tickets, and I had the, a night session ticket for Tuesday. Yeah. Whereas Dennis did not. And then, so he was sitting there trying to get one, 
and me with my magical tennis ticket purchasing powers yeah. signed on and within a second I was able to buy a box seat yeah. for the night session so now Dennis is about four rows four rows from the front yeah on Shatria basically next to the door where the players come out yeah in between the door and, and the players family box yeah um which should be fun and we're going to find out midday tomorrow who we're watching yeah uh hopefully it's Medvedev uh, although I will take anyone just being that close on Shaktrio, but I would like to see Medvedev. Oh, it'd be great to see Medvedev. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, 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 I'm with the lowly peasants up in the top tier. <laughs> yeah, I can't agree to. At least you'd be at the front of the top tier. Yeah, <laughs> um, which means you'll get a better. I'll be know. able to see the match at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No nosebleed for you. <laughs> Um, but no, it'll be good. Um, yeah, no, so tomorrow I'm on the outside courts. There's some good matches going on tomorrow outside courts. Stan Bavanka's playing. Yeah. Dominic that, team. Have you decided which ones you're going to go to first? I'm not too sure yet. Um, yeah, you're not going to run with the French fans to go to a French game? I mean, I kind of want to. If there's a French player playing on court 14, I want to find a way to get onto that court. Yeah. And just be there with the atmosphere. Um, but yeah, no, it's it should be a good good day. Um, I mean, I'm just happy to go around and just get the vibes. Uh, well, the tournament, yeah. I mean, that's why we're going to get there early tomorrow. Just, I'm going to just walk around the complex. I might even go into the into the store. And, yeah, uh, Simone Mathieu, top tier. It might be quite good if I can get into the top tier because you can do that on on a ground pass. Svitolina Trevisan. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I don't know because we weren't there today. I think that would be quite hard uh, to get into. Um, yeah. I think that would be quite hard to get into, sorry. Um, Tiafo on court seven. Ostapenko Martinsova. I, I kind of want to see that. I, I want to see Ostapenko live. I want to I want, I see the, the aggro, the drama. On the clay. Yeah. And also, where uh, what, what court is this? Court seven. Mm. You might have a good chance there because the whole day there isn't a single French. I'm player, I'm so. kind of interested uh, court six as well. Marketa von Drusova against Alicia Parks, and that's followed by Dominic Team against Kashin. Yeah, those could be two good games. Um, and I don't think Alicia Parks is very much of a clay court. Oh, if I want to see a proper clay quarter though, court four from eleven, oh, Camilla Rosario. Lucky loser. Lucky loser. Yeah, obviously. Has Mira Andreva played then. I think is she going to be a Tuesday game? It might be. It might be. Mm. I don't think she's uh, played. Oh, tomorrow Jack Draper is playing. Oh. Fighting for the Brits. I might have to go and support the Brits. Against, unfortunately, Thomas Martin Echeverry. One of my favourites, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. He's <laughs> like my Shun Shun Wang. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, he's getting battered in uh, three straight sets. Let's be honest. I don't really care. Oh uh, yeah, no, but Jack uh, as well. Jack Draper just—he's not got the fitness yet, has he, to do these full five-set matches, especially on clay. Yeah, against a mega talent <laughs> of extra very. I mean, yeah. if, I'll be honest. I was, I was, I'm in an R between him and Baez because they're like my two favourite uh, South American players. Yeah. Uh, but not, not a very common list to make as a tennis fan. Yeah. With two. South Americans, yeah. The uh, um, but yeah, will and you, it will you bing? Yeah, I mean, he's and playing Batista Acuda. 
Yeah. So, any any anything you're looking forward to over this two weeks in particular? I mean, it's hard to say because we don't know what we're going to see. Uh, yeah. Tickets. Uh, I mean, I will thoroughly enjoy just uh, sitting in the tennis for about seven hours a day, mm. just knowing that I will still be there for seven hours the next day, um, feeling like a proper. Like it's my job. I'm here on a podcast, yeah, and I'll pretend that I'm sort of just getting paid to go. Maybe we can do like the occasional mini episode later in the week. Yeah, we can do we can do an update. Like I don't know, maybe Friday after we've gone to Simon Mathieu and then we've gone to all of the courts. Mm. We can tell you what the long length. Well, is maybe like. do do we need to do one as we come back like late on on Tuesday? So you can tell everyone about your box seats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel as though I will get imposter syndrome, but I like to put myself in that situation. I mean, uh, you know, Queen's final and going yeah. to a tennis match at the Royal Albert Hall isn't really my... Yeah, I remember going to that with you and you constantly were telling me about how you... you... Uh, yeah, you know, I'll never forget the uh, six very posh people in front of me at Queen's and the salt beef and sauerkraut roll at the Royal Albert Hall. The Royal Albert Hall. But, yeah. you know, I'm just going to have to accept that I wear T-shirt and shorts everywhere, and that's not the common attire no. to some of the upper echelons of tennis. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've, brought, I've brought a nice shirt. I've brought some yellow trousers that are quite smart, but they yellow are trousers. yellow, so I don't know whether I'm going to wear them or not. Right, OK. I mean, um, I've got the, the mud uh, red... Novak Djokovic, yeah. Uh, my my orange jacket's sort of clay coloured. Yeah, I mean we could do that together. We'll look matching. I don't think we need to do that. Though. I don't have a yellow pair of trousers. I, what I was thinking is before really this lamp, I should have got a t-shirt that had like the unseeded and a podcast on it. Yeah, yeah. like free promotion. Around a free the promotion. Yeah, that would be a good idea. We can try chase down the tennis podcast. Or what and just like challenge them. Yeah, a fight. No, 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 no not <laughs> pistols at dawn. We'll challenge them to a game of mini tennis outside of the uh, boxes in uh, in uh, Philip Chatrier. Yeah, or we'll either challenge challenge, challenge challenge them to a doubles match. Actually, no, not a doubles match. That'll be a disaster. I'm terrible at doubles. No, no, we'll do we'll do one game of singles each. <laughs> yeah, so that we can beat them because we only play singles. <laughs> well, no, Robert's given a double into doubles. I can't do it. My court positioning is all all over the place. I mean, we've got eight days. One day which we're not at the tennis on the Sunday, but there's a a chance that we probably end up getting tickets for that as well that we could watch some doubles talking about doubles did you see um of an exciting doubles pairing that was uh, mentioned in Carlos Alcaraz's press conference no is he playing doubles no but so obviously so supposedly there was this tenant there was this like accredited journalist there that essentially worked for the olympics right and that his job was just to ask questions about the olympics Right. Because obviously the Olympics is happening at Roland Garros next year. Yeah. Um, and one of the questions... Not for the tennis, just for the boxing. Like, <laughs> you know, so probably the Alcaraz and Nadal tag team for Spain in the uh, light heavyweight division. <laughs> but yeah, so that was the thing about uh, Nadal-Alcaraz doubles pairing. Oh, I called it. I mean, that would be a, that would imagine be... how cool that would be. Yeah, on clay that's a bit of a problem. Uh, how are you beating that? Yeah, I don't know. Just like their their coverage is like clay court coverage is like you're gonna feel like you're playing about six people. 
Yeah, I know, I know. I don't really know how you beat that. It's not really... It's one of those where you're going to have to get your big Sam tactics in and maybe just do, like, two slabheads, like... Uh, what's his name? Riley Apelka, John Isner, or something like that, just to make it an ugly game. Pull <laughs> <laughs> the wall on the other side of the net or something. I mean, to be fair, they're wingspan. They're getting right out wide, aren't they? Exactly. <laughs> they charge the net together. <laughs> have you, I mean, you haven't seen Game of Thrones, have you? But it'll be like when uh, the entire, like, Cavalry is charging at Jon Snow. No, <laughs> you got, you got <laughs> John Isner and Riley Apelka charging at you. That's a pretty terrifying. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> but yeah, no. So that 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 is a very exciting prospect. But obviously, that's more than a year away. Yeah, and we hope that Nadal can be fit for that. Yeah. Yeah, and but that's the thing. We haven't actually discussed the Nadal thing on this podcast yet. Yeah. I don't really know what to say other than. It's sad. I'm gutted. I'm gutted as well. I wanted to see Nadal play yeah. live. Uh, and I will gloat about having the seven tickets, but if I knew that Nadal wouldn't be there, then I would have originally stuck to coming on Tuesday. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's, it's one of those. You get not... to see Djokovic, though. And, it's, I mean, I really want to hope, I really hope that I see Djokovic by the end of the week because I, I want to I wanna try and tick off, off the your... big three. At least, because I've done Federer back in 2012. Yeah. And Djokovic and Nadal left. Yeah, Djokovic and Nadal left. I'd love to see Andy Murray. Um, you have? You have. I, I've seen the back of Andy Murray's head, which you thought was Richard Gasquet's head. Yeah, yeah. Um, A problem for Andy Murray, because uh, <laughs> Gasquet's unfortunately not blessed in the, in the scalp area of his head. No, no, he's not. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, if we get a chance, we can definitely, uh, we can definitely go uh, to some of the doubles games. And like, I know there are going to be those novels we has, but you're like, oh, that sounds cool. Like Layla Fernandez. If Layla Fernandez is playing singles or doubles on the Thursday on an outside court, you're going I'm, to watch. Or I'm going because I really want to go see Layla Fernandez play tennis, especially singles, because. I feel like there's often not a better ticket in tennis because you're always going to get a three-setter. I mean, you do seem to like those. Like You like Andy Murray as well. Who's... I like players that make you sit down and watch for hours. Anyway, let's... Should we start to wrap up? Yeah, um, we can do. We can do. But we will do a, a mini-episode because to make up for last week. Yeah, um, well, it is rolling if, if if we can, we'll we'll fit in a we'll fit in a mini episode where we can throughout this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so thank you for listening. Apologies about the um, obviously missed episode last week. Obviously, we have a Twitter account at Unseeded Pod. We have an Instagram at Unseeded Pod. Already in double figures. Yes, um, we have uh, an email address which is unseededpod at gmail and please do just yeah subscribe to us on whatever platform you're listening to us on and leave us a favourable review. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. And yeah, we might see you a couple more times this week. If not, we'll probably be back again next Monday or Tuesday. Um, thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye.